stunning new claims now in that murder case in Colorado. Christopher Lee Watts charged with murdering his wife and two children, but he's now claiming that his wife killed the kids and then he killed her. Clayton Sandell is tracking the case from Frederick, Colorado. Good morning, Clayton. Hey, good morning, George. This was already a sad and bizarre story that just got a lot more bizarre. Chris Watts was already allegedly admitting that he killed his wife, but now he says he wasn't the only killer in this house. This morning, Chris Watts is formally charged for the murders of his pregnant wife and two daughters. Three counts of murder in the first degree after deliberation. Nine felony counts in all. The family of Shanann Watts revealing here on Facebook she was pregnant with a son, Nico. So pink means... That's just a test. I know. Speaking out for the first time. We would like to thank everyone in the Frederick Police Department and all the agencies involved for working so hard to find my daughter, granddaughters, and Nico. But in a bizarre confession twist, Watts blames his wife, Shanann, for killing three-year-old Celeste and four-year-old Bella. In court documents, Watts says early on August 13th, he told Shanann he wanted a separation, then went downstairs, returning to his bedroom a moment later to see Shanann on a baby monitor. In the affidavit, he claims he saw Bella sprawled out on her bed and blue, and Shanann actively strangling Celeste. Chris said he went into a rage and ultimately strangled Shanann to death. Her friends say impossible. I know that Shanann would never hurt her girls. Never. Her girls were her world. Documents also reveal a new allegation that Chris Watts was actively involved in an affair with a coworker, something friends oh, believe gosh. Shanann suspected. He wasn't being the loving Chris that he normally was. He wasn't touching or hugging or doing stuff like that. And he wasn't being as attentive to the girls as he normally is. Watts allegedly told police he loaded the bodies into his work truck, hiding them at an oil field where he used to work for the next two days, claiming he had no idea what happened. Shanann, Bella, Celeste, if you're out there, just, just, just come back. Like, if somebody has her, just please bring her back. And what did you see in Chris's demeanor? The last time I talked to him, he said, I just want to cry. And I looked at him and said, why aren't you? Like, he didn't shed one tear. Prosecutors are not saying whether they think Chris Watts' story is credible, though he is charged with all three murders. He has not entered a plea, but he will be back in court later this morning. George. Okay, Clayton, thanks very much. Let's talk to criminal defense attorney Mark Garagos now. So I guess he, Clayton just said the prosecutors aren't saying whether they find the story credible. Is it credible? Well, he's uh, look at the hurdles he's got right now. You've got the, you just in your package showed him pleading for them to return. You now have what they love in these cases, prosecutors love. You have an extramarital affair. You you have a story that evolves or changes, so that's going to be a problem. I mean, he's going to be able to say, or he's going to say at some point, he's going to have to say, tell his story, because in a case like this, they've got now a confession, and that confession is something that they're going to poke holes in one way or another, and his lawyer is going to have his hands full explaining why the, ch the story morphs or there is a, a, a change of the story, so to speak. They are asking for DNA evidence. Hard to imagine that's going to turn up anything. No, I, I think the condition of where the bodies was found, it's highly unlikely that they're going to find anything usable in terms of DNA. You, of course, represented Scott Peterson, who, who was convicted of killing his pregnant wife, Lacey, after going out and saying she's missing as well. You talked about the hurdles facing the defense right here. How would you go about 
defending him. In the well, case in like Scott's this. case, there was never an admission or confession by him. You had the you had the extramarital affair, you had the changing stories and things like that, but never what you have here, the added piece of saying one thing, asking for them to come back, and then saying no and blaming the wife that she was the one. So that is part of your problem. Um, you can probably, and my guess is they probably already consulted with experts and who would talk about or be able to uh, talk about the psychological underpinnings of what was going on if, in fact, his story, he's going to stick to this story, that he saw his wife doing the strangling and things like that, and that he went into a rage. I mean, he's already conceded to basically what is a manslaughter, negating the malice element. Now it's up to the prosecutors to poke holes in that story, and it's up to the defense, frankly, to try to deal with and it. Part of the reason to throw all that data out there is to avoid the death penalty, Colorado, a death penalty state. Correct, correct. And I, if, if there was ever going to be a case where prosecutors seek the death penalty, this is probably one that they would. Mark Garagos, thanks very much. Thanks. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.